Welcome to the Laws of Wellness, brought to you by Zaparis Lawyers. Here are your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to episode eight of the Laws of Wellness, brought to you by Zaparis Lawyers. Marcus Pierce here with you, and as always, I am joined by the number one wellness expert in Australia. He's the king of winning in the new year. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, great man? <laughs> Hello, Piercy. I love your intros. I do. I reckon I've said that at least a thousand times. But, um, mate, I'm very well. I'm feeling great. Uh, life is fantastic. I'm looking forward to our little chat today. Um, you know, it's making sure that we cover off on how to win. A lot of people want to know what's important. You know, what do they have to do? to do it better this year than what they did last year. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and I think – yeah, sorry, go on. No, and so I think, you know, as as we go through this chat today and we flesh out what are the important areas of life and how you can, um, you, know, you know, do a better job at it this year, um, I think make sure that when you're listening to this you've got a pen and paper. Um, you pull over the car if you can or if you're stuck in the car park, um, otherwise known as the freeway, um, then maybe have your notes app open or find a way in which you can take some audio notes or something, your dictaphone, I don't know, but um, give yourself the opportunity to make some notes about this one because this could shape the way in which you win this year. And I think for everyone um, you know, in the Zaparis team that is it's not just a service-based uh, business, but it's actually dedicated to helping people improve their lives. Yeah. And everyone that works at Zaparis is there really to help everyone else. This is a podcast that's about you helping you in 2023. This is a podcast about you prioritizing yourself so that you continue to serve everyone in your community and beyond. And so I think it's just so pivotal that um, whilst you're at Zaparis and you're there dedicated to helping everyone else, that you always take time out for yourself. And, you know, we spoke to John Typoldis about that in episode one um, of the Laws of Wellness, what what he does to actually um, make sure that he's um, feeling well and well within himself to continue to serve. But I think it's a really important lesson. We've got to fill our own jug up first before we start giving to everyone else. Otherwise, they get the dregs instead of the overflows. <laughs> Enjoy this episode, folks. Episode 8 of The Laws of Wellness. Damo, everyone wants to know how to win the year and most people get it from New Year's resolutions. But great, man. Would you agree that winning the year is not as simple as a New Year's resolution? Oh, PC, for sure. Like, could you imagine how many times we would have won if we just had to do New Year's resolutions? (laughs) 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 We could have won so much. We could have been unbelievable. But, uh, look, there's no doubt that a New Year's resolution can help refine your focus, you know, help you set your course, can – you know, I suppose give yeah, you, find your one important thing. Gives you an intention. You know, like yeah. it just says, okay, cool, all right, this is what we're going to do this year. You know, we're on. This is what we're doing. Um, but yeah, there's so much more to it. Obviously, there's the execution of it, but there's a whole lot more to it. And I think you do it really well in your book. Like you write about it, you talk about the seven areas. You know, you talk about the seven areas of the things that you need to kind of sort out in your life. And um, and I think that's important that we reflect on each of those seven areas because it's not just about winning at one thing, though winning at one thing is a great thing. You know, for me this year, I want to be running 
So I'm going to be running. Ah. Um, and uh, and I, like I did 5Ks the other day and I did it easy. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. How, I wonder how far I can go. I don't want to do anything stupid like a half marathon or anything like that, but I want to, you know, or, or a marathon. <laughs> Hello or, to all of our half marathon runners out there. The demo is just called stupid. We yeah. love you. Don't worry. That's my stupid. It's not your stupid. <laughs> my stupid. Um, but, um, you know, so for me, like it's just oh, I want to be consistent with that. So I'm going to be doing that. Obviously, I'll keep on doing things like, you know, that you and I have been doing for a number of years, which is just doing the push-ups, you know, being persistent with the daily routine um, of doing 60 push-ups every single day. You know, that kind of really helps, you know, whether it's done in six lots of 10 or three lots of 20 or in my case, it's two lots of 30. Um, 60 lots of one. Yeah, 60 lots of one in 60 seconds. So, like, there's those sorts of things that you can actually do uh, from a fitness perspective that you could feel like you're winning at. But for others, it might be a savings plan or a savings goal, whatever it is. But I think having a framework, Piercy, for what it is that you want to win at in your life, I think is uh, is is very helpful. Rather than a New, Year, New Year's resolution, I'm not going to drink this year or mm. I'm going to go – you know, dry January, dry July, Feb fast, um, you know, whatever else there is. Sober October. So, October. Yeah, October, yeah. And then, I don't know, I'm sure there's other ones that they think You're of. You're trying to think I'm, of other rhyming, rhyming months, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to be going to drink any alcohol in the months that end in R. But, you know, like you, sort of, you just kind of – I think, you know, whilst – they start with good intentions at the end of the day like it's a bit unrealistic and it's not really what we see works you know like if we go what actually works we're actually you know observing cultures around the world that consume a bit of alcohol consume some coffee Mm. eat some fried food um you know that's right chocolate and you know so yeah and and when they abstain Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. When they abstain, it's only for a period of time. It's not like, right, I'm quitting chocolate. I've got a friend whose New Year's resolution is to quit chocolate. And they're like, I'm 10 days in. And I'm like, I'm an optimist, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's not like quitting smoking. Like, yes, like, yes to that. Quit smoking. Yeah. That, that doesn't even need to be a New Year's resolution. That could be a Monday resolution yeah. every Monday. Like, I'm not smoking um, this week. Yeah. But. You know, like that's a dumb thing to do, smoke. But and New Year's resolutions very negative often, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Quit. Lose. Stop. Stop. Finish. Finish. Yeah. <laughs> I love your saving, saving more money. Like, yeah. So the areas of life: health, wealth, social, career, family, spirit, growth. Like, if you're going to have resolutions, you're going to really want seven, maybe eight, positively enforcing positively enforced you know statements intentions like you said earlier that actually inspire you rather than feel like you're ripping everything from your life that you actually love and enjoy (laughs) no alcohol no chocolate no chocolate for you (laughs) bad too too you've eaten too much you know um so pc just for those people that are driving right now um they might want to work out what those um, areas of their life were um and for those people sitting there with a pen and paper or have got their, their phone out and they've got the notes app open, what are those um, areas of life that they need to kind of focus on? Well, well, the first three are straight from our 100 Not Out research, and that is purpose, yeah. movement, and social. They are the three big ingredients for longevity. Another you know, social piece, I often call that engagement. Is that the same thing? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. Just shows our, our breadth of education that we have a different vocabulary. We're so learned, you and I. <laughs> so <laughs> you learned. say social, I say engagement. <laughs> um, and then the bridge is nutrition, uh, yeah. which we can't deny. Um, right. And because you've got people that are loving their healthy diet and doing a great job yeah. living their best life on a healthy diet, but you also have others that are living the most depressing life but they've got a great diet and mm. uh they hope that that'll give them long life and it doesn't so nutrition's yeah. the bridge to that quality of life and then there's family growth wealth and spirit so technically eight areas but really seven you know in my work i just separate nutrition from movement because of the aforementioned people that eat well but never move their body um, and vice versa vice versa and vice versa absolutely yeah. but i think you know the stuff that you've taught me, which I, I really love, and this comes down to this social engagement piece is priorities and what seems to be a big thing around um, uh, kind of like when the resolutions drop off is I don't have time and you are one of the great socializers that makes time to prioritize engaging with other people. Yeah. So many people feel like they don't have time to do it. So for people listening, um, that quote, have quote unquote, I don't have time for whatever the new year's resolution is. What do you suggest for people that, that are in that, in that bracket of like, Oh, I love the idea of these seven or eight areas of life, but I don't have time to eat well or do 60 push ups a day. Like wh where do you go with that? Cause I'm sure you find that in, um, in practice with clients that they want to follow your recommendations, but they might say, Oh, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, for some people, it's more of a it's born that's born more out of fear of not doing it right, mm -hmm. you know, like or fear of not being able to commit to it. So it's like the easy excuses: is, I don't have time for that, um, mm. or how am I going to fit that into my busy day, my busy you know schedule? But you know, I look at some of the busiest people that I know. Like there's a guy I know who runs like, you know, he runs a big company, but he runs like literally physically runs heaps, does Ironmans, and does like ultra marathons and a whole bunch of stuff. And he fits in heaps into his life. He's got, you know, three children, happily married, you know, it's, and he just does all this stuff and you kind of go, well, if he can fit all of that in, and he's got the same amount of time as what I do in a day, then I can fit what I, you know, would like to fit into my day. And so it comes down to how you prioritize it, how you carve it out. It's really easy to work 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 hours a day. You know, whether it's, you know, you wake up first thing in the morning, you look at your phone, you start checking your emails, um, and then in your breaks, you're checking your emails or you're texting or you're getting distracted and you're finding things to divert your attention, whether that's, you know, watching clips that someone sent through from a text message or something else, like you click through to that, which distracts you from your work. So you find yourself, you know, doing work stuff for way longer than what you need to because you actually haven't refined mm. your focus. So mm. that in itself is a time stealer. So it's it's probably more that you could get some time back if you get rid of the theft of it, you know what I mean? So That is really interesting. I was just um, doing some work with clients today going, what would you do less of, you know, in 2020? It was kind of like if you knew you were going to die – what would yeah. you do less of? And it would be like, I'd be on my phone less. Yeah. And you have so many people that say, oh, I've been working in this industry for 20 years, but then you could also put in brackets and I've been distracted for five or 10 of those years. Yeah. Like if you add up, how if 50% of the workday is lost due to distraction, yeah. then and someone says, oh, I've been doing this for 20 years, like, yeah, but like how many of them have really been good? Yeah. Um, 
this is the challenge that people have, isn't it? How productive is their time? And for people that you think struggle to um, find focus, like, you know, you've, you've run multiple businesses before, lots of commitments and so on. What's your, like, um, not triage, but what's your way to um, work through something when you know that distraction is like right there? Because it's easy to go, you know, put the phone down. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people, yeah, it's easier said than done. Like, do you have, because I can imagine when you're in at Vita and you've got a lot of people that are there relying on you and depending on you and whatever, you could also find yourself, your energy or your attention being not stolen by lots of people, but like many different places. Like, what what's your way to stay focused? Because again, for a lot of people, they lose their news resolutions after couple of weeks max like how do you stay focused for periods of time well i think one of the things that i do pc and you and i have shared this a number of times on the other podcast on 100 not out you know um i i do the 100 goal thing you know and yeah. and i still do that um which i really like and so, you know most years i am able to get to 100 goals but it, it gets it's not resolutions it's goals so i'm clear on what it is i want to achieve in the facets of my life that i'm working on so for example if we be a little bit silly about it like i'm super keen to get my handicap down um yes. and in order what are you going for wasn't it five it used to be five yeah the goal was yeah five. well Six. i missed that by miles this year <laughs> i've got to tell you i've actually come out so um well, not this year, last year. So, but I, my, you know, with golf, I want to get that down to five. That's where I want to get it to. But that requires other stuff. So now I've got to carve out time for practice. I've still got to carve out time for my fitness. So I've got to carve out time for, you know, meal preparation for quality food. I've got to carve out time for reading because one of the things I want to be doing more of is reading um, and watching less screens, you know. So for me, it's like screens down, read. So, all of these kind of fall into the um, the categories that you you talk about. Um, and for yep. me, once I've written it down, I find it easier to be clear on it. If it's just in my mind, it's something that I should do. If it's something that's on the paper, it's something that I can do, you know. And I think that's really – there's a big difference, you know, with that. And, and yeah, I, I think encourage people to do the same thing, you know, write it down. Don't type it down. Write it down. I love that. And then have it visual, if you, particularly if you're a visual person, like have it somewhere where it annoys your eyes, like where you can't not see it um, so that it actually is constantly in your in your headspace. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, just to reiterate what came up earlier, you know, you said they're goals, not resolutions. It's like to win the year, you've got to be going after things, not stopping and ending things. No one likes to lose anything. You know, you're not going to want to lose weight. You're going to want to create you know, an incredible body that might weigh X amount, but not to lose 20 kilos. Like that's yeah. a lot of people, that's, that's not, that's you'll find not it inspiring. Again. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, <laughs> you'll definitely, if you lose it, you'll find it. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't even need an air tag, but you can easily, you know, you can easily find that again. But again, it, it's like thinking about, I want to get healthy and the result of being healthy might be that you drop 20 kilos of body fat. Um, and it's being more specific about it. And you can be a little bit colloquial with it, but the colloquial nature of the desire of the achievement of a goal can actually simplify it to the extent that it means less. So when you um, dumb it down and go, oh, I want to drop 20 kilos, um, 
it's that's actually that's not that it's actually not a very purposeful statement. Um, it doesn't it doesn't it won't fill you with sustained confidence. You might be able to pull that off by doing some. You're going to be checking there. the scales every every thirty minutes. Exactly, exactly. So and then you know then you sweat bullets when you you eat a you know scorched armor and you start to feel bad about it. So you gotta. <laughs> You got to be, you know, more aware of that. So your drive should be, or could be. I don't like to shoot on people, but your drive is more uh, beneficial if your intention is about um, getting your body healthy, um, mm. getting your body moving. And the result of getting my body healthy will be that I, I have less body fat on me. Um, I feel stronger. My posture is better. I have less pain in my body. And so there's a whole lot of features and benefits. And so. When we, you know, we, you and I have done a lot of work with John D. Martini over the years, and uh, you know, with the listeners to this particular podcast, they they won't have heard us talk about John D. Martini much, if at all. But we've done a fair bit of work with John, and one of the things he does is he talks about um, escalating a desire or a goal um, so that it becomes um, a, a stronger value. And so in order to raise something up in your value, so let's say, for example, you want to work on something in your family, but your number one value is work, um, and you want the family value to be number one instead of work to be number one, then something's got to give. Your priority, your focus needs to shift. And in order to shift that priority and focus, you want to write a list of the features and the benefits of shifting that. So if you want your family to be number one, what are the features and benefits of that and then what are the drawbacks of keeping work as your number one focus? You know, mm-hmm. so is the drawback of working 12 to 14 or 16 hours a day that you can't exercise, that you don't have meal times with your family, that you are no longer as strong as what you should be, um, that you're eating, you know, fast food or rehydrated food from a microwave or, you know, there's going to be some drawbacks to the values that you choose to live by. And John talks about that beautifully. Yeah, and 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 as you're talking, I'm thinking about um, I'm writing down things that are a bit more. It almost seems esoteric, but I've also written down environmental. Like it doesn't always have to be, you know, do this more or less. It could also be think of like nutrition. It's like um, you might it might be uh, not. Don't take this literally. Um, stop eating dinner in front of the TV. But it's actually more like I'm going to have dinner with my family or friends at the dining table, as simple as that might sound. It's just yep. changing the environment. So you're not going, I'm going to um, eat a different type of meal. I'm going to eat my meal differently Yeah. because I know that when I'm eating in front of the TV, I'm not talking to my partner or my kids or whatever. I'm just like zoning out and that takes away from the experience. So again, I want to sound it too wishy-washy, but sometimes the the improvement for the year can just be a lifestyle shift. Like, you know what? When I eat dinner, it's going to be at the dining table. Um, not on the couch. So you're not having to think about, oh, like you said, I'm not going to have the scorched almond because I'm going to put on 20 grams. Um, It's actually (laughs) like, well, have the scorched almond, but have it at the dining table. (laughs) (laughs) Cut it up with the night before. But yeah, Yeah, no, you're right. Consume it differently. Consume it differently. I think that's really important. But again, like the more specific you are with detail around your goals, the better and more likely you are to win. So you don't just go on the footy field and go, we're going to win today, boys. Or you don't get – we're going to win today, girls. I, I don't want to be you – know, I don't want to you know, start something you here. can't say that anymore. No. <laughs> man up. I'm no. like, man up. Get, find your defender. Find your opponent. 
person up. Um, so, <laughs> but you want to, you got to have a, like, there's a, there's a, a plan for it. You know, we, we're going to get the ball and we're going to send it over there. And then you're going to run there and you're going to collect it there. And we're going to kick it there. And then we're going to, you know, it's going to be a goal. So there's those set plays and you're creating set plays in your life by being more specific about it. And, um, and, and that's, that's really what we're saying here is this, how you're going to win this year is by, being specific about what your goals are going to be in each of the areas of your life. So if you feel like you're deficient in some area, I don't know, let's say it's finance, then find the person that you resonate with that's going to give you some guidance on that. For us, like we use Scotty Pape. Like that was unreal. Mm, like we, we loved it. Fun. Just got us going. We got us going and got us, you know, set up beautifully because we followed the system. So for us, we had to carve out time to read the book, with a you know take time to open the bank accounts, be really spe- specific about it, and so we feel like we wanted that um, b- because we were really detailed about it. And the same would be for your food, the same would be for your family, the same would be for your spirituality. If you feel like some people don't realise that spirituality is really important until you know life's kind of yeah, yeah like life's in its dawn, you know. I love this conversation of the set play versus just we're going to win. I was thinking of nutrition, right? So if people don't have the set play, what happens is they're working. They're like, oh, I haven't organized dinner. Okay, I'll stop by the supermarket. At that point, they're hungry, desperate, and tired. So they just get the quickest, most convenient, which also often equals the most unhealthy food that they can have, and that becomes their dinner. And so that set play, which is a lot of people's set play, does not actually set you up to win. But if you actually rehearse a set play, right, I'm going to do my week's shopping on a Saturday or a Sunday and I'm going to plan out the meals and I'm going to shop according to a shopping list to prepare those meals. And then like you were saying earlier, I'm going to put time into preparing some of those meals so that I've actually got food handy, particularly if I'm tired um, and I've come home late or whatever it is. The set play is I do this, I do that, I do this, I do this, I do that. And it's it's set and it's prepared for. Um, and like you said, whether it's with finances and barefoot investor stuff or spirit, which is often around a ritual, uh, which you know a lot of people love to meditate. It could be daily prayer. It could be any types of gratitude. It could be many different set plays, which I just love that demo. But a lot of people um, – forget to recognize it just because they don't have it consciously in their mind doesn't mean they don't have their own set plays they're just kind of going about it without really thinking about it yeah 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 totally um and you know i mean it's it's a football analogy but i think about it the scramble and the push forward you can push forward and scramble and get there but it's not sustainable um Mm. and so eventually get caught up and people start to learn what's going on you'll start to Mm. find ways around the scramble um and then you start to trip up right so you know, you might scramble and go, oh, yeah, yeah I'm just going to buy some kale slaw and, you know, roast chalk. But, uh, you know, eventually you get sick of kale slaw and roast chalk and you start to buy something different. It's only because you just didn't get it set up. Like you, you actually didn't mm. carve out the time to make the most appropriate um, decision. So you try to do it healthily, but you scrambled and, uh, and so you get tripped up. Yeah, no, I've really enjoyed this conversation. So, folks, it's not about the New Year's resolutions. It's not negative comments. It's uh, intentions spoken in the positive. Look at the multiple areas of life, career, health, social or engagement, family, growth, wealth and spirit. And look at things that are more environmental rather than action-based. So, it might be a shift in lifestyle rather than stopping or starting something which um, makes a difference as well. So, consider 100 goals. 
Um, consider doing things for the positive rather than the negative. Damo, lots in there. Anything you'd like to add before we wrap this one up? No, I think the other thing is like in terms of winning, um, it's the pursuit. Like it's not um, the end. It's not an end game. You know, life's going to end at some point, right? So don't make your pursuits finite. Like just go, I'm, my pursuit is to maintain health. My pursuit is mm. to maintain wealth. My pursuit is to, you know, maintain fitness um, or um, social or movement. Whatever Maintenance is often the hardest thing. So that's a very worthy goal in itself. Yeah. is to Be stay consistent. financially independent or to have great friendships because they require work. You can't just stop calling your friends and think they're still going to be there. So Yeah, yeah. 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 This is it. Yeah. You're right, PC. Yeah. Nothing else to add, mate. Nothing else to add. Love that. Well, hope everyone here has enjoyed this episode and we wish you well in making sure that you win this year. Damo, another epic conversation with you. That was juicy, particularly when people are looking at how to carve out the year and do it differently than the year prior. Uh, you are good at this. You're turning 50 this year. This just goes to show, like, you've thought about this. <laughs> it's the years. It's the years under my belt, PC. Those extra few years. No, great chat, PC. And uh, you do ask the right questions and it helps. Um, but I hope, I hope that as people listen to this, uh, the, the team at Zaparis just think uh, take time to think about what it is that you can do to win you know it's, it, it's not that hard um, but just carve it out be detailed remember that be detailed and, um, and be specific about it what are the features and benefits of the uh, of the value shifts that you're going to make and one thing we didn't mention on the podcast specifically but I'm going to invite everyone at Zaparis to do it with Damo because I know Damo does quite a few talks at Zaparis it's keep him accountable the mm. biggest thing with winning the year is accountability. Uh, and it's not going to tell, you know, your mum or your dad or, or some doubter out there about your goals if you think they're going to poo-poo you. But you know that Damo wants to run 5Ks this year. And you know that Damo is doing 60 push-ups a day. So if you guys see Damo, um, ask him how he's going with his 5K running and his 60 push-ups. And if you are setting yourself an outcome or a goal in any of those areas of life and there's someone that you can trust that supports you and encourages you, and it might be a colleague inside there at Zaparis or it might be someone in your personal life, um, let them keep you accountable. If it's fitness, it might be a personal trainer, yoga instructor, it might be a great chiropractor, naturopath. Uh, but accountability is a cracking way to ensure that you make this year your best year yet. 100%. Absolutely love that. Great advice, PC. Well, to everyone at Zaparis, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And until next time, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now.